Hey there, welcome back to another episode of the Daily Anime Podcast. This is Jefferson speaking, again, like always. I'm sorry I haven't been able to get these out, it's just a one-man show, you know how this goes. And, um, I guess I should probably say this now, don't really... I may have said it in the past, I don't really remember if I did or not, but, um, I guess you could probably just not expect me to be really daily right now. Uh, 17 hours is a bitch, and that's just the way it is. And, uh, yeah... So, you might be wondering what's going on. Well, I mean, if you can see, check out my other main podcast that I've been doing since I was like 15, basically. It's crazy. I've been thinking about that. Anime Guru, that's... We finally released an episode out. That's crazy. You're just thinking, wow, I made that, like, right after I got back out of DHS. (laughs) Wow, it's crazy to think that. It's like, shit. It's been really that long since I was just a lowly freshman in high school trying to think, what can I do to be popular and famous on the internet? Gotta go do what the AWO does. And and that was the area guru that later became anime guru as... I essentially started to give up my sole ownership of that podcast and allow others to have a say in what it became. And honestly, I think it's become a lot better than what it used to be. It used to be me just like going out into the back of my house with a MP3 recorder, playing with um sticks and beating stuff with a with uh I've already a crowbar. That's what it was called. Yes, a crowbar. I've, I actually haven't been able to find that crowbar. If you go back, and I think I may have still left it up there, but please don't go back. <laughs> but like in one of the early episodes, I think it was the second episode, where I was just like, let's talk about the coolest zombie movie ever with Richard Price in 1962, The Last Man on Earth, or something like that. Because I I felt like, man, it would be really cool if I just talk about black and white movies on this show and dolphin hating man I should probably not try and reminisce about my internet days cause uh this gets me depressed you know I think I've probably talked about it on this podcast before but man my internet days are right there I can just go back and look at it well not all of it's there cause some of the sites I used to go on have been Shut down. It's like, oh man, time to go bring out the beers and be sad. Because my internet days are gone, man. Nah, it's cool. Alright, I guess going on to some actual anime-related discussions. If you've noticed, Evangelion Rebuild 3.0Q or whatever the fuck it's called, that got out, and um, they released the first six minutes somewhere on the internet, and someone's got it fan subbed. And I gotta say, those first six minutes are not in any way, shape, or form promising. It looks like it looks like if it keeps up with this, that it's gonna be just like one magnificent train wreck. Maybe not even magnificent. It just looks bad. So I mean, like. 
Like, I guess I'm still excited that, hey, look, Evangelion's come out. But just looking at what came out of this film, at least those first six minutes are bad. <laughs> I can say that much. And I know that there's some shit about how it's uh, some spoilers alert, like set in the future of Ava, and there's some serious writing bullshit that comes down because they got to sell those 14 year old figures of Asuka. She can't be like 28, almost 30. Or basically, she can't be like actually bangable or anything. She kind of has to be 14. That's, that's kind of bullshit. I totally. I totally want to buy models of old Asuka and be like, yeah, alright, I'd bang that. That's that's an old lady. But this is Japan! And like, that's the age where you're off the market and you're just gonna have to become a crazy cat lady. And that that's the age. <laughs> 29. I know a friend of mine just, just uh, trying to internet, internet date this 29 year old lady she's about to turn 30 in Japan and um I guess it's a little weird but uh I guess coming at it from her perspective well she's almost 30 not even married can't get married now cuz she's just too old that sucks I'm sorry ladies in Japan come over to America you'll learn pretty quickly that you're still pretty available that's how it is. I know that um, one of the professors in the Japanese department at my university, she came over here and was like, oh, I'm not married. I don't have a husband yet. and I'm like 25 or something. And all of us here are thinking, god damn, that ass. It's pretty, got a pretty good ass for a Japanese lady. And like, Even my gay friend is even just like, man, I would, if I, if I was not gay, I would so be on that. <laughs> even he's just like, damn. Ah, she is pretty adorable. I've had her in class, and I was like, "What? When? No, none of my professors have been this attractive. This, this is not a thing." And well, it is a thing, but now she's kind of come to realize that hey, she's not off the market. This is America. All right, we're pretty down with thirty and forty-year-old ladies. All right, that's just how it works because we're all convicts here in America. Japan, they got standards. Got to be a little girl. Here, just like, all right, got some age on you. Like that. See, in America, we're not pedophiles. That's just the way it is. All right. Okay, enough of this racist diatribe. Ah, I guess. In terms of things that I am been checking out, non-anime related, so I talk about that plenty on this podcast. Um, I'm a film major, so I've been watching lots of movies, so that's no surprise, but I saw a pretty good movie. I think it's from 2012. I may look it up in a little bit, but uh, uh, it's a Colombian film, and it's called La Cara Colta, or The Hidden Face. Oh, yeah, it's from 2011, yeah. And um, it's it's pretty pretty good movie, I gotta say it. But I was watching it in a room with a bunch of other Hispanics, I think... No, I think, were they Colombian? I don't know whether or not they were Colombian. I didn't really talk to anybody because whenever I'm in the presence of strange people, and when I mean strange people, I mean the four guys who I know. If they are not those people, I generally get pretty quiet. And um, 
I did not know whether or not they were actually Colombian. I think they're Colombian because it was like a Colombian student organization event or something, but it doesn't really matter. But the point is, it was fantastic because not only was I not surrounded by white people, but they made the movie experience even better. Because I'm, you see, I'm here enjoying a pretty good movie about like possible hauntings, right? And then there are all the kinds of twists and turns that the movie makes, and and then like it's supposed to be like really serious. Cause it's like, oh my god, this person can die from this. It's like, nah, it's actually really hilarious. Cause I found that this audience, for whatever reason, just find like all the ironic twists and turns. And the dramatic irony, too, were just hilarious. They were all just like giggling, like, oh, 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 she might die now. Oh. I mean, it was admittedly kind of funny. And this is like, watching it with a crowd of people um, just, just made it okay to laugh. And, uh, <laughs> like, people weren't really talking or anything, but, um, God, it was really enjoyable. Forgot how fun it can be to just watch movies with a room full of people. Because, you know, pretty used to the anime watching. Just sitting here, holding your dick while you're staring at a computer screen. You know, you should actually get out and go to an actual movie theater and, and sit in a chair and watch it with actual human beings surrounding you. Alright? Better experience. I may have just thought that the movie would have been just kind of decent and I probably would have taken it seriously just on my own and I was just like yeah I'm gonna be super serious like oh my god it's a ghost oh but nah nah it was really enjoyable I definitely suggest that movie The Hidden Face or Cara Colta I like that word a little bit more and it was pretty funny because uh, I guess it was like the Spanish club organization so I was supposed to speak Spanish and see yo estudié español por cuatro años y pero no puedo hablar bien porque no puedo practicar español mucho con mis amigos no tengo muchos amigos que pueden hablar español sí mis amigos son gringos y y no te gusta hablar español es terrible necesito nuevos amigos que puedan hablar español pero sí soy perezoso no quiero no quiero hablar con Nuestros chicos o chicas, because I'm afraid of them. See? Yeah. Te, tenga miedo. Tengo miedo. Si, si, es terrible. No? Alright, I was thinking about podcasting a little bit in Espanol, so I got that a little bit off my back. And, uh, I guess something else I watched recently was Citizen Kane! Okay, like every film student, I've seen Citizen Kane before and this time I watched it again in class and um Rosebud everybody's at least discussed it and knows of it and knows why it's so groundbreaking in terms of cinematography and blah 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 it's, it's pretty good um it's pretty important and I was reading recently that hey this didn't get an Academy Award because it was too daring and too groundbreaking. <laughs> and I'm just like, well, now you know why I don't take these Academy Awards serially. Because they still basically reflect 
um, like the desires and wishes of Hollywood. I know it's different now, but like, like historically speaking, Hollywood just kind of represents for me like the sort of conservative um, mindset and like what filming should be. It's different now. It's a lot different now, but um, but fuck 'em. That's it. Fuck 'em. I mean, I guess I don't really care much about big film awards if they're on TV. Like, it's pretty cool whenever, I guess, it's like at a film festival, but I tend to not take those too seriously. I mean, I will, admittedly, just be like, alright, I'll check it out. Um, if I see it, like, wins con or some award over, some random award over in Italy or somewhere, but for the most part, I'm just like, eh, whatever, what are these guys doing? But, uh, man, maybe if they just be like, Bitches, this is Canadian Film Award. Probably be like, alright, gotta take this seriously. Because I know those Canadians are coming up with some pretty serious business. Yeah, there are tons of little festivals all over the world. And in my mind, it's like, well, someone at this festival thought you're good? Alright. But I'm not like too discriminating when it comes to watching movies. Cause I'll just be like, well, is it on TV? Been watching it for five minutes. Is it boring? Nah, I'll keep watching it. But uh, I don't really have a TV, so I can't really say that I watch movies on TV anymore. Ah, no matter. All right. Yes. I guess beyond random movies I've been watching, oh, I guess I forgot to mention Pepe Lomoko and. It's American Remake Algiers that I've been checking out or watching in film class. It's like, that's that's pretty hilarious. And, uh, yeah, Hollywood. Just scene-by-scene scene remake. Just with a couple alterations to make it American. Uh, <laughs> that was pretty funny. But, okay, I guess moving on. In terms of anime I've been watching, I've been... I'm rechecking out Excel World. I dropped that for a while because I got lazy and I read the mango and I was like, eh, I don't really care for where it's going. I'll put it down. And uh, I've been picking it up again. And I was like, yeah, all right. This is great because it has a fat protagonist who's pretty good at video games. <laughs> so that's that's something I appreciate. That's something I can't relate to, because I can relate to the fat guy being like totally down on himself and having no confidence in himself. But um the good at video games part, nah, that's I've never been able to be good at video games. I have been able to essentially be above my friends at one point, and that was like like halfway through middle school. <laughs> I was like better than my friends at like RuneScape and Halo, but then shortly after, my friends decided, hey, you know what? There are 24 hours in a day, and I have an Xbox. <laughs> and, um, and then at the point where I was like, you know, I like sleeping, and I'm going to check out all these other games, like Half-Life 2 and whatever random role-playing game Blockbuster had on the shelf. And at that point, my friends started getting better at me at, than me at video games, and I was like, I can't keep up anymore because there are 24 hours in a day, but I sleep for some of them. <laughs> and thus, uh, I started getting bad at video games. 
that excel worlds I guess I like that show there's some bullshit in it not gonna lie but um it's still a pretty fun show SAO uh, I watched episode 20 and episode 20 was god awful like like I haven't I've only been like partially paying attention to SAO but I think it's because I was talking to Andy and we were just talking about film criticism so I was like let's actually pay attention to SAO and and not just be lazy and just kinda like look at the wall <laughs> while I watch SAO and actually watch what I'm seeing and episode 20 was just plain bad I had to say that I mean maybe the past few episodes have been plain bad I like the previous episode because there's a really great moment or Kirito is just like, you know what? You shouldn't try to hang your identity at the door whenever you start playing video games. I was in SAO, man. I was that he didn't actually say that part, but he was like, you know, I seen people just give in to their dark inner desires. I don't want to be like that kind of person. I want to be the kind of person. I will be in real life. I don't want to be evil. I was like, damn, that's some pretty good lines in there. And ah, this episode is just like, let's let's bullshit some politics together because the they got to do some inner video game politics. And uh, let's uh, let's have one cool fight and then have that be like not even five minutes have it be like three minutes of pretty decent action and uh, uh yeah let's have some more big titty elf girl and nope nope then then there is whole harem thing that happened where all the leaders of the na elf nations were just like oh my god kirito you were so badass in the fight with your dual wielding and breaking the game mechanics that we want your video game dick. I was like, no. No, dude. This isn't like SAO where the people look like they who they were in real life. No, this is some fucking elf game where the person behind those breasts could very well be a dude, okay? I'm pretty confident like they have that. They don't they don't have like the body scanner they did an SAO because you could look like whatever you wanted in elf game as clearly evidence in the fact that um main blonde bitch is actually Kirito's sister and Kirito's sister does not have blonde hair and while her titties are certainly nicer than your average Japanese schoolgirl um they are not of elf proportion and that is a problem SAO this is these are things I notice. I am not dumb when I pay attention to your show. Uh, I'll probably keep going. Just because I feel like it's too deep in. I can't stop. But I'm not going to keep my opinion on this shit silenced, okay? Nah. Gave too much screen time to BS harem building. Not enough screen time to cool fights. And, um... Like, your elf politics is dumb. Like, the last season had, like, some pretty cool politics, wherein 
someone was just there was internal clan politics and someone was essentially abusing their power like that was pretty cool and, and pretty realistic like the worlds of season one was a lot grittier but I guess it's just because like the fact is they were literally forced to be themselves because you can't really just suddenly just change your persona when the very fact is that you may die and like while there were people who would take advantage of other people like Kirito was talking about in the last episode like most people were just like shit I'm just gonna go about my daily life and I'm just gonna stay behind and support people on the front lines and um yeah like they were for the most part like not too ridiculously not themselves because they had to retain some sort of since insanity, like season one was decent and had some BS harem building episodes, but like even then, I was willing to overlook those episodes because they were moving ahead in terms of plot. Like in like one or two episodes later, it wasn't like too much harem filters. But, like it wasn't like built in to the story that he'd have multiple bitches. And, like, this is just, like, trying to be story, trying to be harem, and just, fuck off, okay? That was, that was bad. Alright? There, I said it. It's bad. And in terms of other things I'm checking out, uh, I just finished the first K-On! And I read some, uh, I don't really want to talk about that right now, but I read some pretty good mangoes. It's called Rinji Dechin. And I haven't been able to find too much on this, but there were two chapters of this mango, alright? And its author is someone I've never heard of, Yukihiro Inoue, alright? And it's supposed to be a series, I guess, but um, ended up just being two chapters. And it came out a couple years ago, I don't know when. I'll look it up eventually. I probably won't, but it doesn't really matter at this point. Because, uh, premise. Alright. It's a great premise. Thirteen-year-old girl. Your regular high schooler. Not high schooler. Middle school girl. Walking through a neighborhood. Minding her own goddamn business. All of a sudden, UFO. Oh my god. Abducted. Wakes up in bed. Looks down. And, uh, there's a penis where her vajayjay was. And, uh... Then the Toppin' Chicken shows up, and the Toppin' Chicken's like, Well, you're gonna go in a whole have to find criminals. And I gave you a penis, because you're gonna have to go pose as a boy. And she's just like, There are a lot of boys around me. And Chicken's just like, Well, you know, I can't really tell the difference. And the girl's just like, Nigga, please, you changed my body. <laughs> so, yes, if you wanted to pretend to be all deep, there is that interplay of gender bending and discovery. And she assumed the position of simply being a girl, but the chicken, not being able to tell, made her into a boy. Something like that. And um, I think it's because it was just two chapters. I was able to enjoy it, but his chicken's just like, alright, you're gonna have to go. You're gonna have to go into this bathhouse. 
You're going to have to go look for someone with a green penis. First off, what? Someone's just going to be walking around with a green penis in a bathhouse and no one's going to notice that shit? And I mean, like, second thing, she had to, like, grab the penis and then put a condom on it. Yeah, because that would paralyze the space criminals and, and I guess the condoms were supposed to be hair cuffs. So, here's that sexual sex education part. And you're having 13-year-old girl with a penis, but the boy, because you think it's a boy because it has a penis, and pretty amazingly sized penis for a little boy, and just, just grabbing dicks and putting condoms on them. And you know what? I swear to God, it's not a porno. Technically not. It's all censored. But I mean, even if it wasn't censored, there's no penetration. Um, Maybe there would have been if it went on, and I would have just been like, okay, I, I can't do this. I can't endorse this. And I guess, realistically speaking, I can't endorse this. <laughs> but I mean, it was two chapters. And, like, it was just like a random, alright, the fuck is on this place? Ah, I'll check this out. It looks like short. And, uh, yeah. So it's just one of those really random surprises, I guess you could say. Um, like, I do kind of want to read more mangoes. So... Time to just read random mangoes like that. So I guess the verdict is, eh, I don't think I can suggest it. Because it is about a lowly, and, uh, yeah, it is about a lowly. But, I mean, it is kind of lowly with the penis slapstick comedy. So it does kind of, it's pretty fun. I'll say that. I do feel kind of dirty after reading it. Not because I was like, yeah, dicks. But this is more just like, did I really just sit through that? Did I really just have the patience to read this? <laughs> and I did. <laughs> Alright. Okay. So I guess we're kind of getting to a pretty good closing point. I've talked about the mangoes, the animus, the movies, and some other things in life so alright guys pretty great to see ya when I mean I see ya I mean staring at a wall while I cursory glance at my computer screen and at audacity alright hope you guys uh, come back later come back later into my podcast space in my basement in my studio, which is actually my kitchen. Bye.